Hello and welcome to episode 94 of Behind the Journey. And on this show, I give you my year in review. What a year this has been. There, there is no literally any of the fundamental words to use for this year. This year is going to go down in history for the chaos it caused, the numerous people that were effective, and the businesses that have gone bust. And what I'm really saying to you all listening to this right now is, if you're employed, congratulations, you survived. If you have a business right now and it's still ticking over, congratulations, you survived. This year was nothing short than a year to test you at the highest degree possible. This was a year of survival. You didn't need to survive during this. You didn't need to, you know, come out with a booming business during this year. This year was all about getting through, surviving, and pushing on. And if you've done that this year, you have succeeded. You know, often we see brands and businesses with 100, 200, 400% growth. And many times you'll sit there and think, Craigie, how do I get that 1,000% growth in a business? This year wasn't about that at all. This year was nothing about the huge numbers, the huge growth. This year was simply about survival. And, you know, when I look back at this year, in all the years to come, truth be told, I'm going to have seen it as one of the biggest biggest lessons I've ever had in my life from a business perspective and one of the biggest opportunities that I know that I grabbed with both hands and like I said you don't have to go out there and try and run and try and acquire and try and make all this opportunity if you were surviving you won if you were surviving you got through this I want you to understand nobody can ever say they had it harder now no business owner from before can say ah Pete Ah, Jake. Ah, James. Ah, Claire. You're doing well, but you didn't get through the 2008 bubble. You did. You're doing well, but you didn't get. You didn't. You didn't go through the dot com boom. They can no longer say that. This was the deepest recession in 300 years. Nobody alive has had anything worse. If you survived this, you have proven you are one of the best. You have proven you have whatever it takes. You have proven. You could have rode every single other storm. You made it. You're successful. Congratulations. And that's the people that, you know, maintained what they did through this year. This is the people that, you know, they entered the year employed. They're still employed. Congratulations. This is the people that started a business before, entered the year with a business, ended the year with a business. Congratulations. You made it. This is also the people that started the year, maybe got made redundant started a new business or started a new job, you made it too. This year was about finding the fire within your stomach. This was about the year where it pushed you your back against the wall as hard as you possibly could. And you had two options. As you've heard me say many times on this podcast, you had two options this year. You could have rolled over. And, and let me get it straight. If you had rolled over, we'd have said we'd get it. We'd have said, you know what, this has been a, this has been an awful year, and we we wouldn't have hated you for it. Would have we'd have realized, and your loved ones would have realized, and we all would have realized that you're welcome to roll over right now. This is this is hard, but the fact you didn't is huge. 
the fact that your back was against the wall and you came out swinging, you came out innovating, you came out coming out with all sorts of new opportunities and ideas on top of probably some personal things as well, because everyone knows that this year wasn't just a difficult year for business. This was a difficult year for personal relationships. So this difficult year for health. Many of us had personal shit to deal with. Some of us had health shit to deal with and we have business stuff to deal with. So the fact that you are here right now, you're successful, you've made it, congratulations. And when I look back and when I explain what on earth has happened in 2020, when I explain what's gone on to, to people in the future, I'm gonna hold my head high. I'm gonna hold my head high because, you know, I didn't take no time off. I grafted through it. I made sure that all our staff had jobs to come back to. I worked hard, I invested. I. I carried on with this podcast to make sure that all you guys had something to listen to, to try and inspire you through this difficult time. I'm coming out of this inspired by myself, if I'm being completely frankful for you. I'm coming out of this thinking, well done, Pete. And I think that many of you listening to this podcast need to have that same conversation with yourself. Well done. You've done well. Now let's have some time for Christmas. Now let's have some time to relax because next year... I think next year could be worse. I think next year could be worse. And the reason I think it could be worse is because this year has been on a steroid. This year has been on bounce back loans and government subsidies and government grants. I don't think next year is going to be the same. So next year could be worse. So you go, you relax, you recuperate, you get your head down, have some family time, you relax because next year we roll again. And I don't want you listening to this podcast right now thinking, oh, shit, Pete's right. Next year could be worse. I want you to dust yourself down, know that you've done this once before, and you can easily do it again. This is, like, oh, cool. I've done round one. I can do round two. I'm made for this. And that's what I've always kind of had this internal dialogue with myself, which is, look, Pete, you were born to be an entrepreneur. You were born to be a business. This is nothing. This is nothing. If you think you're one of the greats, if you think you've got what it takes to, 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 to really make it at the top of entrepreneurship, then what's a recession? What's a recession? They happen every 10 years roughly anyway. Let's roll through them. Let's roll through them. And do you know what? Because I back myself so much, as much as you should back yourselves too, give me the artist. Give me the worst in 300 years. And let's get through this together, guys. Because I really think... That if you can overcome this difficult time and still have your head held really, really high, there's going to be nothing that can stop you. There's going to be nothing to stop you. You know, when the next re recession comes in 2020, sorry, and sorry, 2030, when the next one comes in 2030, 2031, you can roll into that one and be like, <laughs> this is it. This is, this is the best you've got. This is nothing. I had, a, I had the worst in 300 years last time. This is what you've got now. A little dip. So I'm always a fan of my worst, of my first being the hardest. I'm always a fan of the first being the worst. Because then it means that everything else is easier. Then it means that if it was a normal recession, we could have just, you know, glazed through it. I ran through it with a breeze. So give me the hardest one first. Let's take it. And, you know, I want to do a bit of a year in summer, really, really, because I think a lot of the time I've been trying to tell you what we've been doing. But I think I've had to do it in kind of decoded messages because of, you know, sensitive topics or whatever. We started the year January 
the back end of last year was a nightmare. We had some internal issues, HR issues we dealt with. So we kind of started the year with a bit of a nightmare, but we've dealt with them. We're more than happy to crack on with the year, get things under our belt. January came along the line and we invested uh, five figures into a corporate law firm. Uh, the corporate law firm is currently going through the registration process. SRA is a bit of a regulation, but we invested 30% into a corporate law firm. Uh, I wanted to get it out to, so it made sure that we had this underlying support from legal teams whenever required because I knew that as my career developed and as our businesses expanded, we always need to have some legal support. And owning a firm just made sense. It made sense to be one of the first things we invested in. And that will be live May next year um, because I don't want to launch it in the middle of a pandemic. It's a bit too sensitive. Then we went into February, March time. March time, a client of mine um, was going through some some difficulties with the pandemic. I offered to bail him out. He no longer no longer wanted the business. The business went into administration. We spent a month and a half negotiating with the administrators to buy a hundred percent of the business out of administration. So we did. That business was called Fletcher Longstaff. Fletcher Longstaff at the time were the number one rated conveyancing brand on Trustpilot and were growing rapidly. You would go to a a property law or a property event or a law event and they were known. They were known to the guys and girls who were making it happen within the conveyancing world. We picked that business up. It was a seven-figure business. We picked it up for a decent chunk. And since May to today, literally today, and we've been going through all the legal hoops, jumps, hurdles, insurances to get the business over the line. And today we've got the paperwork saying, congratulations, boys, you've now been accredited. And that business will launch properly in January. Incredible business. Can't wait to tell you more about it. Um, I think that genuinely could go down as one of the best investments I ever made. Um um, and I really do believe that. I think it's phenomenal business, phenomenal management team, um, and incredible. Uh, I actually forgot there for a second one of the other businesses that we invested in. We invested in a business called Executives, a recruitment business. You probably heard me talk about this before. I spoke about it. Um, we went and did a joint venture with a, a large accountancy practice, uh, 50-50, on launching an innovative recruitment firm, uh, focusing on high-level standards, high cost, nothing cheap, um, and kind of an executive recruitment. We launched that a week into lockdown. You would debate it's the worst time to recruit. I truly believe it is. Um, but the market is a pain in the ass for recruiters for two reasons. First reason is um, no, there's no been no real movements, no real redundancies because furloughs saved them all, which means that the, the talent pool isn't huge right now. At the same time, business owners don't want to hire because they're uncertain. So you've got no talent being free and you've got no business owners hiring. Therefore, you've got both stoppages. If one of those slips, you've got a market. If both of them are stick, you haven't. So it's been an absolute ball lake from start to finish. Um, it's been very, very challenging. But as my business partner in that business said to me, he said, what what goes down must come up. Uh, it, there'll be pent-up demand and he's ready to boom um, next year. So that was recruitment. In um, July, we invested in Rippled. Rippled is the innovative mortgage firm that you've uh, heard on the podcast a few weeks back. Amazing business. Um, 200 and something leads you've got in that business right now. Everyone wants a mortgage. Uh, incredible, incredible leadership team. Um, how do I get that business? A simple DM. Any room for me to, to invest? The answer was yes. So I invested. 30% uh, of that business is ours. Um, and it's a cracker. Really, really love the team. 
we've got some really uh, amazing opportunities to have there. Um, and I'm really, really thrilled to have been invested in that business during the biggest downturn of our lifetime. Uh, in um, around July time as well, I think maybe majorly June, July, we uh, we picked up a project with uh, some pharmacy consultants. Um, and, and you know, we did some amazing work for them. And, you know, I took them out to some dinner or whatever to say thank you for the project boys and you know let us know if you need anything else and you know, we do some marketing retainer work for them as well and i said look what's your big juicy aim like what do you want to achieve and uh, the guy said to us what i want to achieve is i want to have a paracetamol manufacturing plant uh, and i said oh, how much does that cost they're like two million quid and i was like well i ain't got two million quid uh, just lying about um so they said to us I said, you got anything else? Let me know. About a week later, they said they've got a hair loss um, kind of solution that repairs and builds back your hair in three months. So literally in three months, you can be going from basically being bald to having your hair fully back. Incredible innovation. It's going through trials right now, but we invest in that business. We own 50% of that business and we're creating an online direct consumer pharmacy brand with niches in specific sectors. First one being hair loss second one being acne and third one being viagra uh, which i think is gonna be really really cool and, and a great fun business uh, that should be live in may um but we have started and we have put the money into that business these things take time when you've got a moat rather than you've got that high high uh, regulation um as you all know as well i've been heavily investing in bitcoin um for the last three years and i dramatically increased my investments from around about eight thousand dollars um um, $8,000 price. And I've been investing all the way up to where we are now, which I, if I just refresh the page, we're currently at $23,623. And I've been literally investing pretty much weekly um, the whole way up. So I've, I, I've done incredibly, incredibly well so far with Bitcoin at this moment in time. Um, and I'm now more convinced than ever before that if something like Bitcoin can crash from um, 19,000 and then come back and go higher, that that asset is, is 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 never going to die. You know, if it drops, it's going to just come back like a phoenix. So I spoke to our accountant and Brad, and we also have agreed to move an allocation percentage of our cash holdings into Bitcoin as a hedge against inflation and to diversify diversify away from a large cash position. We have a large cash position, um, but we we don't want to just sit on cash um, because I believe that inflation is, is coming and it will wipe out, out of our cash position. And um, so we've invested into Bitcoin and it's a, a double digit percentage of our cash um, going into Bitcoin. And I'm also debating doing a double digit percentage of profits per year into Bitcoin as well, um, which I think is a bold move. It's a very, very bold move. Um, but I see Bitcoin like investing in a startup, right? And tremendous upside market leader in its, in its space and a uh, market cap that is is nowhere near where it should be you know i really believe as i've said on this many times that bitcoin is a, at least a hundred thousand dollar asset per unit um if not a half million uh, pound asset so um i'm a big hedge in that um, and obviously brad and our accountants etc are as well because they've supported my decision on that uh, and we've been we've been buying up uh, in december um bitcoin uh, which is I don't know any other firm of our size that is doing that. I think it's very bold for us to do, but I think it's very brave and it is the right decision, um, which is amazing to see. Um, on top of that, we've also launched a couple of e-commerce brands, which have been doing okay. Um, but as we've been busy as an agency, we've had to move resources away from that. And we have a, a complete change and rebranding one of them 
um, going live uh, end of December, early January. It'll probably be end of January with delays, etc., which will be cool. And I'll let you know about that one as we get into it. Um, but I think next year is huge. It's huge for, for many different reasons. And I hope that little summary there just ties you up to where we are right now. I think, you know, next year is going to be a real big re- year for us for, for many different reasons. And the big reason for me and the, the one that I'm really focusing on right now is, first and foremost, like Distract has got to keep doing its thing. Like Distract is our bread and butter. It brings in the pounds. You know, it, it, it looks after everyone it needs to look after. And it, and it allows us to be innovative in the way we invest. You know, it allows me to say things like, I'm going to invest double digit of cash into Bitcoin. You know, so I, I'm a huge, huge fan of Distract. I think it's an amazing business and the team are phenomenal. Um, so I have to make sure that that continues to do well. And my uh, aim, my eyes are firmly on leading that business throughout 2021. Um, but whilst I'm doing that, I'm now looking at the, you know, the next wave of leadership. I'm now looking, you know, okay, cool. Um, you know, Pete, you've got six businesses now. Uh, I think it's six. I was looking at my sheet the other day, about six businesses now that all have managing directors or whatever, that all are going to need a bit more involvement. And Brad is leading that at the moment, but you know we all know that Brad is the is is the, is the implementation guy. But I've always the ideas man, um, so I can bring more to the table from innovation and, and ideas. Um, but I need to make sure Distract is right. So I'm going to be sat with Distract for the definitely the first year, next year 2021, and making sure that that keeps doing its thing, that keeps doing amazingly well. But I'm also having conversations now about leadership teams about who's coming through, who's going to lead the charge who's going to get what and who's going to be incentivized to do so. So then 2022, 2023, I can have more of a full-time position on these other projects. That's the idea. And Brad's aim for 2021 is to make sure those investments we've made don't lose money. You know, I'm not looking for spectacular gains in what I think is going to be an awful year for the economy. What I'm looking for is that I don't have to shovel cash in. What I'm looking for is they just wipe their face next year. I don't want to say, you know, I don't care about six-figure profits or five-figure profits. All I want next year is them to wipe their face. And then we start, right? Then we start. Then we're in a position where we are coming into 2022, where there'll be a massive boom back with six businesses, all in different sectors, all with different managing directors, ready to rock and roll. Uh, and I really think that that is going to be a very, very powerful position to be in and a really, really exciting journey to, to be on. Um, and I'm, I'm absolutely thrilled. You know, I, I've said this many times before that we often don't congratulate ourselves for the position we put ourselves in. And um, I, I'm looking back on 2021, as I said at the start of this, I'm looking back on 2021 thinking, what a shit year, but what a great year as well. You know, it's going to go down in the record books for me as a year where I put my head down, I grafted, and I really came out of it. And look, I'm not going to sit here for one second and say to you that I was absolutely loving life. March, April, May, my God, you know, I was stressed. I remember speaking to my dad on the phone and he said, oh, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. I was like, I don't think it's going to be fine. I think there's me a lot of people lose their jobs here. You know, my brother gets put on furlough. He's like, what's happening? I was like, I told you, this world right now is shambolic. There is no stability in this economy globally. And I think a lot of people outside of the entrepreneurship field didn't realize how bad it was inside. And that's the problem we often have as entrepreneurs. Is we, you know, people don't understand what we're going through. They don't understand, you know, when you've got a head firmly down and you're just trying to bang out those miles and try to get deals over the line and just make sure everything's good and you, no one has to worry about anything. And, you know, it's 
is very, very true. It's very, very true. I um, I wrote two letters this year. I write I write letters every single year, um, just to, just to, to clarify what's going on. I write two. I wrote two letters. One of them was uh, for the team, so the private letter about what a you know what a shit year, what a great year it's been. You know, uh, what a shit year. But thank you for supporting me. You know, and 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 that's what the year has been about, as far as I'm concerned. Is the team have been phenomenal behind the scenes to keep gra- grafting on. Um, but I wrote a little, I wrote a little letter that that I put out in the local press, and I'm going to read it out to you because I think that you'll understand having been on this journey with me for the last twelve months, listening to this podcast, the shit we've been through. Um, I'm going to have a sip of this tea, and I'm going to read it from top to bottom. How do you begin a year in review in 2020? For many people, this year has been the toughest financially physically, and of course, emotionally. But the show must go on. And so at Distract, we've been pushing harder than ever before. This year has taught us a lot of things. But one of the most important and inspiring things we've come to see is just how resilient we are as entrepreneurs. Both for ourselves and many other businesses in Lincolnshire, we've learned to adapt and overcome the many new challenges we have to face on a daily basis. It hasn't been easy. And I can't think of a more challenging time for businesses than in March and April of this year, as the national lockdown began to bite. It was heartbreaking to watch businesses go under, but inspiring to see and see people adapt and prosper in what has now become known as the new normal. There is no question that this time has been turbulent, with no real indication of an end in sight. However, as we've learned from every single recession this country's ever faced, what goes down must come up. Planning for the balance back will put us on the absolute best position to innovate. So that's exactly what we've been doing. We've invested heavily into a more diverse portfolio of companies that can aid and support the central structure of our business during any further turbulent economic times. Same a few, we've invested in mortgages, conveyancing, pharmaceuticals, and other professional services. These investments total over six figures in what has been the deepest recession of our lifetimes. Some of these business ventures have already launched, and we have many more introduced officially in the coming months. It has been exciting, tiring, encouraging, and invigorating all at the same time. We started Distract as a vessel to, ch- to channel our enthusiasm for entrepreneurship. And I've re- rediscovered that feeling all over again through 2020. Perhaps the most important lesson that I'll ever take away from this year is just how essential great business partners are. We couldn't have launched these businesses without our partners. And Distract certainly wouldn't be the same without our valued clients and supportive friends. I don't think this world will ever be the same after this pandemic. And I definitely feel like the hard-won battle throughout these last few months have helped take the team's capabilities to completely new heights. They have produced some of the finest work yet in the most difficult circumstances, and I can't thank them enough for digging deep through this year. While this year is almost over and the end of the pandemic is now in sight, it'd be easy to drop your guard and relax for a moment. But now is not the time to lose focus. With Brexit on the horizon in January, we'll like to see even more disruption to the UK businesses. We're keeping an eye on things to ensuring ourselves and our clients can steer through and make 2021 all the more successful. With that being said, from all of us at Distract, we wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We'll see you in 2021. And I hope you could see the passion that I had in that letter as I was producing it, because I meant every single word of it. This year has been about camaraderie, about coming together, about... Nobody being selfish but sticking with each other and helping the the man that looks like he's on his own. This year has been 
one of the craziest years I've ever experienced in my business journey, yet I've somehow felt more prepared than ever before. And I think as we go through this business journey and we climb our step, I'm often reminded all the time that I have no idea what step I'm on. And what I mean by that is, I don't know if this is coming towards the end of my business journey, or if it's just the start, or if I'm halfway through it. But all I know is every single time a problem is thrown onto me right now, I'm feeling unstoppable to be able to take it on. And I feel that the heartaches and the difficulties you go through on this business journey are just teeing you up to help you overcome the next big challenge. And I'll tell you this, the last 24 months have been some of the hardest I've ever had in business. But I feel sat here right now, on the end of 2020, the most prepared for any challenge I could possibly face. And to say that so confidently, so comfortably, and so easily, makes me feel proud to be an entrepreneur during these difficult times. And if you're sitting there right now thinking, you know, Pete, I feel lost, what should I do? I want you to think about what I'm about to say really carefully. The world economy, the global economy right now, needs people like you, entrepreneurs, people with passion, business owners, to step up and be counted. It needs you like never before to innovate. It needs you like never before to try something new. It needs like never before for you to give that dream a go. Because if we're going to get out of this chaos, you're going to have to invest. You're going to have to innovate. And you have to risk. And I hope you can see that that's what I've been doing through this year. I've been pushing boundaries like never before. I've been implementing change like never before. And I'm trying to drive through and make 2021 the best year I've ever had. Thank you so much for being on this journey with me. I appreciate it more than you'll ever remember. Keep positive. Keep smashing it. And I'll speak to you next year.